Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Midnight. Yeah. Chocolate thunder. Midnight. <laughs> Midnight rose gold. I love it. He got his nails done today. Look, oh, look, yeah. look, 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 look. Oh, he clean. Point, no, you, you, Bruh, you, you fell for the whole text. Man, you look good, good. Yeah, yeah you look good, good. And your ankles ain't ass. You got lotion. All right, GQ here. Ooh, GQ here. You know it. what I'm saying? I love it. I love Ocho it. See like what I'm saying? Rose, you put out that text. See? Hey, why y'all did that? Because I had a Target outfit ready. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team. He got to eat, you know. Despite the skills. Fact. Keep it riding for the fam. You got to light the wig and wheel straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. No baby mama drama, nothing? Or what? Why wouldn't we? You this figured is actually out an interesting conversation. It really, oh, so this really is, is bro. Oh, so like, is I, this is bigger. This is I bigger. I don't yeah. have kids oh, so with those type of women, which is why I've never had problems. Yeah, but if you're uncomfortable talking about uncomfortable, huh? nah, I'm always comfortable. You good? Yeah. You know, a lot of guys struggle with that in the locker room where you like, man, you, bro. I seen dudes' performance go. I, I seen dudes go from playing at all pro level, uh, making Pro Bowls, to like. Having ball spots in the head, super stressed out. Like, bro, what's going on? And they going through it with their baby mamas. I, I think for me, I think I don't want to say I'm lucky, but obviously I had a whole plan and method behind my madness. Obviously, I dealt with those that I knew before I even made it. Yeah. Want to have kids with people that I knew before I even made it, and I only had. Or, or you having sex? Uh, 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 <laughs> you having sex without no condom on with people that you you know it ain't no more. Hey, you look, I'm. You had this this master plan is like, no. look, I know you. No. We safe. We good. No. You, you, you're throwing me off topic. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I got to figure out what we, what's going on. Let him talk. Let him talk. He's in the top. He's in left field. I know. I know. Let him talk. What you got, Chad? Hey, I'm at the plate. I didn't yeah. hit the ball. Are we hot right now? Yeah. I don't know. So so how how did you navigate your situation? It wasn't about navigating nothing. It was about dealing with it was it was about dealing with those that come from my background, my upbringing. The same area, same everything, and they that went through the struggle with me. So therefore, when money did come along, it wasn't like that. It wasn't about that. And also, I purposely procreated with those who had an athletic background. I need to see footage. Did you cheer? Did you play volleyball? Listen, this shit ain't funny. I'm dead. No, it's real. Listen, I need listen. I need your DNA, baby. I don't care how you look. Yeah. If I wanted to raise models, I would date a fucking model. (laughs) So everybody, you know, people from the hood, my area. You know, so it's like it's it's different. And seven kids, right? Yeah. And you ask how many baby mamas? And I said one. You know why I say one? Because we all work as a unit. That's what's up. We all work as a unit. Ain't no drama. It never had been and never will be. Yeah. Just yeah. based on just the the strategic way in which I went about having kids and picking those I wanted to have them from. Chet, and I gotta ask you, because I told my wife this. I got bad knees. I had four ACL reconstruction. You see what I'm talking about? But What's I asked my wife, but no, no, I asked my wife when we met, 
I said, you have any knee issues because I need I need to breathe that out mm. of, of my <laughs> DNA line. Yeah. Yo, you laughing. You really asked this question? Bro, I told Asia, I said, I can't get a woman with bad knees. I already got bad knees. Yeah. I have to breathe this out of my DNA line. Do y'all think about I, that? I, yo, his, your I, baby girl going to go to the Olympics yeah. and she's a beast. All, all of mine. I know, but all beasts. Hey, little, little baby, yeah. little Ava. Ava got something. Ava and tennis and little Chan in baseball. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm telling when I say they got it, Ocho, they yeah. got it. They got it. So I, mean, I, I get what you say. I, I yeah, I had, to, I had to breed out my negatives. I had to find a woman that, that our DNA, I'm going to breed out my negatives to make positives. And yeah. I don't, people might think this sounds crazy. Well, we all know how it is. We all know the, the 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 line of making it and not making it. So I had to know my wife had good knees. Yeah. How, I don't how, know if that sounds crazy. How your knees get bad though? What what'd you do off from playing football? Oh, I bro, I had four ACL reconstructions. Ooh. I had three micro fractures. I had two um, the meniscus, the meniscotomies, and all seven or six of them. Like, bro, I had I had double digit knee surgery. So from previous episodes. Is it safe to say that you can't really be as freaky as you think you are? <laughs> I know. I, he trying to. Because. Okay, Fred. It's freaky, certain moves freaky you Fred. can't do. I know, I know where you're going. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Fred. You can't do the Amazon position. Who? I can do the Amazon position. You know Amazon? What's the Amazon? Fred. You don't know the Amazon? Huh, that no, what's the Amazon? I'm trying. You might call it something different, so it depends oh, on His hips is. might be bad with his knees. Fred, I could put my knees back, and then you could bend that thing down. Man, this what? dude hold, hold, crazy, hold, hold. bro. <laughs> Never <laughs> mind, Fred. If you want to get after it, I'll let you know, because I got all the positions right, now, Fred. I, I don't want to get after new, nothing. I, 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 do, I do want to learn what the Amazon position is, but you, you a know, I do, guy. I got, we, we got to talk a little ball. You right, know, right. talk a little ball. Dwayne Haskins. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Cut. He had uh, two situations that we know of that's been reported where he broke COVID-19 protocols. protocols. All right. And then there's some other situations. You know, we know the dude after game played, he in the strip club, no mask. Ron Rivera. We're talking about Ron Rivera broke uh, cancer in one of his lymph nodes. Just went through one of his last treatments. So we talk about high risk. There's, it don't get more high risk than that. So for me, I'm surprised that they didn't cut him weeks ago. I don't know what y'all feel about it, what y'all thoughts on the Dwayne Haskins being cut situation is, but it's a he was irresponsible to me. I think as a young player, obviously putting the position that he's in, instead of the cutting, I think I would, I would have liked for someone to talk to him, to sit down to him and talk to him and understand the position that he's in. Not only as a black quarterback, but as a captain of that football team, you know, and what you were appointed to and what your peers viewed you as and understanding the mistakes that he did make weren't the right ones. But as young players, I'm not sure if, you know, you made mistakes when you were young. 100%. I'm, I'm not sure, Fred, I'm not sure about you. I'm Shan, you made mistakes as well. And I think what people will say, well, he had multiple chances, you know, and I, I think in life, you know, sometimes we make mistakes because we would be perfect if this wonderful thing we call life came with f-ing directions, <laughs> then none of us would fuck up. Yeah. And I think I, I hate for the fact that some of the things that that Booger said, that's that's his opinion. I'm sure there are some factual points in some of the things that he did say. Booger but, McFarland, McFar- McFar- because like everybody don't know what, 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 what did he say? Right. But I want to jump yeah. in on that, too. Uh, <clears throat> 
when, when you talk about Haskins, you know, we got to talk about a kid who obviously coming from Ohio State, mm. very successful program. Those kids, you know, a lot of players from the big, big successful programs, you know, a lot of times they're coddled and they're babysat, you know, and then now when it's time to come to the next level, you know, they in the NFL, they want you to be a prof it's the professional National Football League is the professional football <laughs> league. It's not a profession. It's the professional football league. You have to act accordingly. So they, they're not going to take uh, uh, two, three, four years to try and get you to understand that we're not going to babysit you. Well, they, they want you. No, 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 no. They want you to come in here, prepare, especially the quarterback position. Now, what Booger referenced now, he talked about it being uh, he, he spoke about the African-American quarterback, right? The African-American players. players. The African-American players. Making up 70% but, of the league in general. But, but you, I, I think, though, a, a certain percentage of it, what I have to do is agree with Booger. Only because... Well, what now, did he say? Do you know what he, well, what well, did he what, say? Basically, what, I, I, we what, talked about yeah. I heard it in Let, let know, me tell you what passing, he said. But I didn't watch this, this In a nutshell, this is what he said. When a black player comes in the NFL, they don't treat it like it's a business. Yeah. We're still treating it like it's a game. He says everybody's worried about their brand. That's, that's, that's true. followers. But think about it. Yeah. A lot but of you it, say you put the fame certain, before the game. That's and the fame before the So in, 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 in layman terms, right, he said what I said. We, on this platform, we have to extend our voices to let these young guys know, look, it does matriculate. It becomes a business. You have to carry yourself accordingly. Yeah. Because these people, because they're not always in touch or in sync with our culture, you know, there's different ways that they're going to look at you, right? They're not going to look at you and weigh you the same as, you know, let's just say we talked about Baker, Baker Mayfield, another guy who was kind of one of those edge guys, party, dance, want to have a good time. He's probably the closest thing of the quarterbacks to our culture yeah. from his ability and, and how he is off the field. How yeah, you carry right? yourself, yeah. How oh, you carry yourself. We have to start looking at the NFL as a privilege and as a business. Whoa, 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 whoa. Privilege. We, we, I think, I, I think we, I, bro, we got to be careful with that. I feel you like. You didn't let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you didn't let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead. When go I mean, when I mean, when I say privilege, it, it comes back to me as an opportunity. Mm. Like we don't get those opportunities. We work our asses off. I'm gonna let you chime in. To get to get to that's that point, we do. Bro, without, save, without, save without, us, without us, without us, it wouldn't be no team. But that's my because, point. Because no, but I, you guys gotta let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right? Cause, so it's an opportunity, and that's when I when I say privilege, I just mean it's an opportunity for that you, you go, created. For you for, that you created. Ain't nobody nobody why, was in the but muck why, chasing rabbits. But why not listen to? Why not listen to guys that have done it before you to say, you know what? I don't want to f this up. I can't mess this up. Correct. That's what I mean about it's an opportunity. For me, but it's I, I just, but the, the term reason why is I, the same. The reason why I, the I feel like the, the reason why I feel like we got to be careful when we say, you know, because we, we 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 throw this around in the NFL, and, and it's almost like we're trained to believe this, right? Where it's it's a privilege to be in but the not NFL. a handout. Look, it's not 100 percent it's a blessing. But when you say privilege, like you that means you're giving me something. You ain't give me nothing. There ain't nobody was out there in the muck 
Okay, in Belle Glades, Florida, 110-degree weather, chasing rabbits. Correct. The way y'all boys be chasing rabbits, and that was a part of y'all development, your development. So when you talk, talk about privilege, the sacrifices that the professional athlete make, basketball, football, soccer, it ain't no privilege. Is it a blessing? Yes. This is... But it's not a privilege. I just think we got to be careful when we have that conversation. I say, and I I say can, it's, it's if, a if there's a lack of a better a, term, I say privilege meaning don't fuck it up. But you you busted your correct. butt to get here. Correct. You've done everything in your power to get here. Why would you go in there beating your chest? You know, uh, being being there's some immaturity that's yeah. going to come with it. Uh, uh, but why would you go in there saying, you know, I've made it? Well, well, I got a few things here. I never looked at my career and said I made it till I was done. Facts. I, I never looked at it that way. But a lot of young guys, especially now, and this is what they're dealing with, social media. You're coming out of high school. Again, we talked about this before. Three, 400,000 followers. They've crowned you king. Everybody on their, uh, on their handle. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, king. Uh, king this. X, Y, Z. You yeah, haven't yeah, done anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. There's different ways to look at it. So it's not Throwing a privilege around the word, go in this, a sense that, that like, yes. it's not a privilege in the sense that it was given to you. But for me, here's a few things. Dwayne Haskin, cut from Washington, broke protocol, and also not producing. So to your point, here, here's the situation. When you're not balling, they're not going to give you multiple chances. A lot of time. Yeah. Right. So this is how I look at it. There's two things you got to have in any industry, especially in the NFL. Culture and production. If you have production and that culture, they're going to give you some time to get it right, i.e. me. Mm -hmm. Right? So when we talk about, you know, guys getting second opportunities and all that, you got to you balling. If you have culture and that production, they give you a little bit of time. That's the Wayne Haskins. If you don't have either, you know the situation. You don't have culture or production, you're gone. I I wanted to address that first because, you know, I think you got to be clear in who gets time and who doesn't get time. But when it comes to Dwayne Haskins, I feel like it's irresponsible for him and anybody for that manner to to just blatantly be out there. Like, come on, the strip club when your coach and here's my here. Everybody look at COVID-19 a little differently. But when your kid coach is high risk and fighting cancer, that's a problem. And then on the production side, I hate, you know, you know, one of the things I talked about is you got. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson fighting for this. There's so many guys, Dak Prescott, so many black quarterbacks that is fighting hard to break the stigma of the black quarterback. And then you have Dwayne Haskins who come in who's more than capable mentally, physically, and he don't know what damn cover three is. Cover three, this is the cover three side. You go boom, 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 here's your check down. And you mean to tell me you can't do that? You can't be a pro to understand cover three, cover four, simple stuff. That's my problem with him is, you know, you got no production, no culture, and, and, and you putting the fame before the game. And I think he should so have been cut. A so you're saying you don't Listen. disagree with Booger's sediment. I mean, because well, I, that, that, I exactly that, that's what, what he said. said. That's what he said. You got to come in and uh, uh, conduct yourself accordingly. Haskins is a young kid. We got everybody right. jumping. Wait, I gotta finish. Kill him, Ocho. We got everybody jumping on the man, yo. No, I, I'm, Man, not, I'm not jumping on him. I'm just saying, we're not jumping on him in general. He's been bashed enough by everybody. Correct. By, but listen to me. Mm-hmm. He's been bashed enough by everybody. So who the fuck is gonna do the talking to him yeah. to get him right? Yeah. We already know what the fuck he did wrong. I would say this. I'm though. just saying in general. But here, here's what I would say. That's why I, I for me personally, when I, I couldn't, I couldn't work on TV. 
I can I can be on TV cameras yeah. like this, but I can't bring it to myself you, you, to talk about anybody like the when they. You don't like the corporate. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. Here's, here's I don't. My, here's my bro. thing. Here's my thing. Let me say this real quick, and then you can jump in. How do we help them? Here's here it is. Sometimes, sometimes you got to hit rock bottom before yep. you understand. So when Believe I look at that. my situation, it when I heard Jay Cutler in an interview, my right hand man, guy we got drafted the same year. You know, he feeding me the ball and everything's amazing. We going to dinner every Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights together. And, and that dude stand up in front of millions of people and say, sometimes you got to let people go. I was shook. Like, that's my man. How you going to say that? And I didn't understand it. And then a couple years later, I went to him. I said, thank you for that. Because what happened is like, man, it made me think. Like, if he's telling, if he's saying this in the media talking about, Brandon needs to change, then I had to, I got to look myself in the mirror. So I, I say all that to say this. Yes, Ocho, you're right. We need to have our, uh, our fraternity, our brothers that's reaching out to him. And I'm sure there's people that's doing that. But at the same time, part of the development is when you fall, fall on your face, people, when you're watching your name and conversations on ESPN, FS1, podcast, it makes you... Look yourself in the mirror and figure out what you need to do next. It's either you're going to keep doing the same thing or you're going to change. And that's why I think it's a part of the development. This is the thing I, that, with Booger, I got to hit him because Booger was talking about African-American players, African-American players. Bro, it's every player. You get a bunch of money and a bunch of recognition early, and all of us did it. We were, what, 21, 22, 23, when the whole world knew all of our names. And that's the thing that people don't understand, where you get this recognition early. So when Booger was talking about African-American players, that's my one thing with Booger. And I agree with a lot of what Booger McFarlane said about guys not understanding the business. We've actually talked about this where dudes didn't know their check coming on Sunday. Chad, you said you didn't know what, like, what, what exactly the money you were going to no, make I on said Sunday. That. I, no, I, well. We, he said that. Okay. Well, it's not the my, exact my bad, money. Bro. I, I but knew you exactly didn't. my money. I just wasn't. I wasn't look, I, the direct deposit. And that's the thing, like, bro, it's a business. Yeah. So if you're selling and the house of athlete, you know how every how much every t-shirt costs, Correct. how much every sweatshirt costs. But in your NFL career, you were kind of irrelevant. No, that's not true. I, I think I, I think that that you know that was taken out of context. What I was saying was, I knew my money, and I knew I, I knew exactly what's supposed to be in there because I just reverse engineer, do the math. But I was so focused on the next check, the next game, to where it was, all right, that money's in the bank. We good. I'm looking at my portfolio overall performance of that. But I'm on to the next contract. Like, my, man, my mindset, and, it, and it's, it's, I don't think it's healthy. My mindset was always, how do I get the next 100, 100 catches? How do I get the next contract? And I remember my financial advisor was looking at me one day and saying, Brandon, like, are you enjoying being in the NFL? You know, you're not present, right? And I was like, what? I, it, didn't, it didn't hit me until like year eight. And I didn't know what he meant, but like I was so focused on accomplishments, achievements, and accolades and winning that I wasn't like looking up like I'm in the NFL. So, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Yes. But with, with, with Dwayne Haskins and the situation he's going through, and you try to get players to understand the business side minus the, the team side, where they always tell us, Team first, do what it takes, get your team together, try to win. Bro, as soon as you retire or as soon as you can't play no more, they don't care about you. This is a business. Bro, the Cincinnati Bengals have no concern for you. The 115 teams you play for have no concern for you right now, B. 
To be honest, Fred, do the Jaguars <laughs> give a damn about you? Like, that's the thing that, bro, bro they do not understand yeah. is that the business side, that's what I, that's what, that's what the thing with Booger that got me is that he was talking about African-Americans and like these black players, they don't understand the business side. No, yeah. players don't understand the business side of it. Players don't understand that you are, you were wide receiver one, you were wide receiver one, and you were running back one. I was linebacker three, but I knew I was linebacker three. I don't know if you motherfuckers knew that you were wide receiver one and running back one. I don't know if y'all knew that your name meant nothing because as soon as your ass goes out, Maurice Jones-Drew's going to come in. Another receiver's going to come in. They're going to bring another receiver for your ass, Chad. It does not matter if you don't play. let me ask you this. They're going to play football the next week, no matter what y'all do or don't do. You have a problem with uh, Booger's comments. Yes. Because he brought race into it. He didn't mention a white player, first and foremost. Right? So it wasn't a situation where it was white versus black in his, in his uh, initial conversation. I think it was more so Booger trying to, and, and people took it a different way, but me knowing Booger, I think he was trying to say, look, enough is enough. We've been through this shit for however many years since the league has been around, and we still haven't grabbed, we still don't get it. Like these people are running a, a multi-billion dollar business. And you're expendable way more than your counterpart, which is of the other color. So stop fucking around, get in here and, uh, and conduct yourself accordingly. I didn't take offense to it. No, no, I didn't take offense to it. Because I think as, as, as black men, especially black players, we don't come from backgrounds in our homes that will, will provide us that financial literacy. Did you know? You, I, I know I, you guys I actually didn't. had a good question for you. You feel about me? That, so but. you guys didn't. So Booger was saying, all right, because we don't come from those households or those backgrounds, we got to stop approaching this game as if it's only a game. We don't do that. When you go to New England, and I, when I was there, I told all of the rookies this. You guys are blessed to be in this organization in year one. Thank you for saying because blessed what, and that privilege. Because what you guys, <laughs> what you guys have is a situation where you have a coach that will say, do business as business is being done. This is your job. This is a job first. Well, let me jump it in. It ain't here. a game. Cause I want to, job. Job. I want to, I want to jump in here. Cause way. what you said was, he was just did immature. you know that you were running back one wide receiver one and one? Like they don't care. That's why I played on 115 teams. Like, I wish I was more diplomatic in my approach. But for me, one of the reasons why I struggled so much is because I knew that, like, it, the only thing that mattered is before it was me, she, and the kids was getting my mom and my sister out of a motel. You know what I'm saying? My senior year in, in college, my mom, there was eight of us, my Christmas break for a whole month in a hotel, in a motel. In uh, 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 Wesley Chapel, Atlanta. Yeah. Right? Eight of us, bro. We spent Christmas. It was the best Christmas ever. Eight of us there. That's, that was my only mentality. So when, you, when I come in and the coach tell me, Brandon, you ran uh, Zeke Bingo and the post was wrong and you didn't do this. And I'm like, no, nah, I stuck my foot in the ground at 12. You wrong, coach. Like, this is not business to me. It was all personal. So, like, I didn't have the skills to be diplomatic around the business. But... 
It didn't, it didn't matter for me if you were the head coach, the owner, nobody. Like, if you get in the way of taking care of mine, I responded like where I was from, product in my environment, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, poorest county in Pennsylvania. So that's how I responded because it wasn't business. And it got to a point in my career where I would go to the head coach. I'd be like, look, coach, Brian Hartline on the other side. You know, I got uh, uh, Eric Decker on the other side. This is how we need to draw up plays to get him open. How can I help the team win? Instead of me asking for the ball, I start being diplomatic in the things that was causing me problems. You know, I started having different conversations. Coach, can I, can I talk to you? I just want to, you know, make sure we're on the same page because this is how I felt. Like, I started learning how to communicate and being diplomatic, but it was all for the same thing. My contract, how do I continue to produce? Because if I don't produce, they're saying, oh, don't ask for the ball. But if I'm sitting around here catching 50, 60 balls, they're going to cut me, right? You so play that was, the cards. I, I said that right, last episode. Right. You got to play the hand right. you dealt. Right. And a lot, not a lot of guys understand that. Correct. That's just a part of your maturation that, uh, you know, that your security took place. Haskins, it's going back to Haskins. Going back to Haskins. He's just, and we're not, I'm not beating him up. I want to see him get back on and 100%. get another opportunity to play. And hopefully, as you said, falling on your face, hopefully he's able to wake up and say, you know what? This is my reset. This is what I got to do. That's right. Right. So play your cards. I think going forward, he looks back and says, I got to be a bit more mature. I got to conduct myself accordingly. This is what these people want, and this is what they don't want. The good thing, the blessing in disguise for him is Coach Rivera had Cam Newton. You know, and for a while, Cam was kind of that rebel on the side. Yeah. Coach knew how to handle him, but his fuse was short. He put him in jeopardy. And they said, it's a wrap for you here. But it's 31 other NFL teams. And and I tell the guys that all the time. It ain't one. But, but, it's 31 of them. But, bro, but bro, I, I, That's I, I it. Want, That's I, all it takes. I want to give an alternative thought on this, right? If a dude goes to church to get his center, to center himself, right? And y'all know me. I'm, I was wild. I ain't get married, y'all. Everybody in my age love when go on the show. <laughs> so I was wild, bro. So you want to do, like, if a dude go to church, and, like, if Dwayne Haskins wasn't to go to church, because Dwayne Haskins got in trouble for going to a, with the strippers. He was in a party with strippers, right? My happy place was the strippers. B, I don't want to call you out, but you know when you got down here, the first place I took you. Can you can call me. I was real Michi No. Okay, Michi No, bro. The first place I took you was to a strip club, because yeah, that was yeah. my place. Chad, that was my place. Like, Why all down this. down here wide open. Like, what, what, what's going on down here, boy? Yeah, no, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready, bro. He wasn't ready for South Florida strip club. But, like, I, that was my place. I'll go, bro, and I was the first one in the facility every day. I was grinding. I was working. Bro, I, w- I, would, be the, I would be in there at 5 a.m. because Junior say I used to work out at 5 a.m. And Junior taught me to work out before everybody else, everybody else worked out. Yep. So you're ahead of everybody. So if they get another team workout, now you have two workouts. So Junior Seau taught me that, right? But when I want to release, when I want to get out and just hang out and have a good time, I am going to go to a strip club. I'm not going to a club. I don't want to dance. I can't dance. That's the that Atlanta half, culture. I'm half white. You know, it, you know South Florida, you know, it, 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 it's taken off in South Florida the last you. 15 years. But Atlanta, you from Atlanta. Strokers. Yeah. Magic City. I had a bro, condo. I know hey, Lou Williams, bro. The, the Lou Williams thing, bro. I know this. Magic City, Lemon Pepper is off the chain. People don't understand. Remember Pac-Man Jones? You know, he he did an article, and, and they was like, Pac-Man, why you keep going to strip clubs? He's like, I love the steak. He was like, I love this steak. And people don't understand it if you're not from that type of culture. Because, look, I had a place 
on uh, 285 Centennial Olympic Park Drive, Ooh. down in Atlanta, across from the aquarium. Boom. So as soon as I made it to the league, I bought a place right in Atlanta. I would go to Platinum 21, bro, in pajamas. I saw T.O. do that one time. Like, damn, T.O. went to, the, uh, to, to a club in pajamas one time. But I would go to Platinum 21 in pajamas, order a 20-piece fried shrimp and fries, pick up my food, maybe get one little dance, and go right back to the crib. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, and, but that's the thing. So you just laid but, it But then out. you was going somewhere about, you know, guys going to church or sanctuary. And that's the thing. So if, you're, if your happy place is a strip club, now they're going to they're, they're gonna say that you can't do that. You, they're, they're, it's irrational to See, but It's irrational, Fred, to think, NFL, that, that, to think that a 21 to 26-year-old, 27-year-old man is going to sit in his house all day and not do anything. But the situation, though, the situation right now is different, Channing, because we're in the middle of a global pandemic and people are losing their lives. And, you know, you went through COVID and you told your story last week. And for me, like the last two weeks, bro, like I, I was, I tested positive for COVID. And, you know, my experience, you know, the first three, the first three days, three and a half days, you know, I had the symptoms where fever, headache, body aches, chills, sweats, like puddles laying in puddles of sweats. Like it was real for me for three and a half days. My kid's birthday, December 17th. I missed that, slept through that. You was down there. I heard you, your loud mouth down there. <laughs> you know, so you know I was upstairs gone. Christmas Day, I'm outside the glass window watching my kids open presents, right, until I test negative. You know what I mean? So it had that situation, but that wasn't the scariest thing for me. The scariest thing for me when we, you know, when COVID, I had my first panic attack, right? And I remember when we talked about this mental health and, and bro, when you told your story, I could see your energy changing. You was like, you know, you was, it was almost like you was worked up just reliving that situation right. where you was like, yo, no, like, you know, like you almost like you was having a panic attack telling your story. And Misha and I spent the last five years, six years traveling the country teaching mental health first aid. And one of the things that we teach is like, do you know the difference between a panic attack and a heart attack? Because the symptoms are the same. And I just remember laying down, okay, like day four, day five. And that's when my nose, like, I, I start changing. I couldn't breathe. And I just remember laying there and thinking, is this what it's like to suffocate, Right. And then all of a sudden, my mind just start racing. And one thought led to another thought. And I just start thinking like, wow, if I, like right now I'm in control. I'm laying in my house. My family's right around the corner. They right there. But if, if this gets worse, I may have to go to a hospital. And they put me on a ventilator. And now I'm out of control. And I start thinking about all these things. I just, over, me not being able to breathe. Right? And then one thought led to another thought. Another thought. And I just screamed out to my wife, Mishi, 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 like one in the morning, bro. She said, baby, what's wrong? What's wrong? She can't come in the room. Kids straight, Mishi straight. She can't come in the room. She can't help me. And I just remember thinking like, okay, the training that we took uh, thousands of people through, you know, I'm not going to die. Um, it's going to be okay. Just breathe, count to 10. Like I, I start using those skills that we, t we you know what I mean? So it's kind of like an out of, out of body experience. And, you know, the thing that scared me the most was, that all I wanted was my wife to come in the room and just hold me, right? Just, you know what I mean? Like, just that, that physical touch. I knew I would be okay, but she couldn't come in the room. We got three kids she's taking care of. So I'm like, I think I'm having a panic attack. It's mild, you know, and she's walking me through what to do. And, you know, 
I kind of kind of worked myself through it and then laying down, it just it just went. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And go away. And for hours, bro, like, I just kept getting up, opening windows, turning the TV on, just scared to death. And about, like, 3, 4 in the morning, it got to a hit. I just went outside, and I went on a walk. Took all, like almost all my damn clothes off, bro. It's like three, four in the morning. I'm walking down the street in my drawers and crying, tears in my eyes like, wow, this is a panic attack. And this is the thing that we've been teaching so many people. And I am scared to death right now. Right. So that was my experience with COVID-19. So when we talk about Dwayne Haskins and this whole situation, like everybody's experience is different. But it's real to think that, you know, some people go on a ventilator and never wake up. And that right there sent me into a whole episode, and it was scary as hell. I, I really thought, man, like, if I go to a hospital, you know, you know, because how I was feeling, couldn't breathe. I was like, man, it, they put me on a ventilator, and now I'm out of control, and, you know, it could be over. So that, that was my mentality. It was scary as hell. Did, 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 what, what would you, I would say, Fred, what would you tell people? Because I have my experience, I, y'all two ain't have it, but what, what would you tell people that have to go through it? That the people, because, bro, to be honest, I never thought we'd catch COVID. We, I, 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 my entire family, bro, we, yeah. were, we were safe as hell, and yeah. we caught it. What would you tell people out there that haven't caught it, but that, ha- that, that will catch it or do catch it or whatever. From your experience, talking about a panic attack for the first time in your life, bro, you 30 plus. Like, yeah. You never had a panic attack, but that brought that on. Ever. And you know, I'm a mental health champion. Like, yeah. you know, Misha and I, that's our thing. That's what we're about. So two things I would tell people. One, um, I would say, um, build your immune system, right? If now more than ever, take care of yourself. Like, you know, a healthy lifestyle is extremely important. Um, the second thing that I would tell people is 
COVID is here. It's a part of our environment. You know what I mean? So I don't know, you know, what's your, your thoughts around getting vaccinated? But if you're not going to get, get vaccinated, if, if if that's for you and your family and, and you think that's what's best. But if 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 not, like you're going to have to deal with it. Eventually, it's going to hit you and your family because it's a part of our environment forever now. Some level. Right. Some level, so yeah. you got to build your immune system or you got to get vaccinated. But even when you have a strong immune system, like I, I work out every single day. I have a healthy lifestyle. I eat meat in damn two and a half years or whatever. And it took me down for three and a half days where it was like, oh, this is real. When you're going back to Dwayne Haskins, then we can move forward. Do you think that um, his actions, being in a strip club, uh, coach, you know, having coach being right there on the edge with his, his cancer situation and his health, do you think that expedited the decision that was made to release him? You guys, I mean, because you've dealt with COVID. To me, it comes down to like, all right, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. But when it's, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, you know, I, I think, you know, we got to move just a little bit wiser. So I think that's what the issue is. Chef, what, what, you, what, what we got? Salt and pepper lobster, veggie fried Salt rice. Salt and pepper Uh-oh. lobster. Yes. Ooh, it's can I, let you. me get, give me Ocho's. I'm going to eat his. He don't, he don't need, need lobster? He don't need it. He, he on a diet. Everything. He on a diet. He on a McDonald's right? diet. I eat everything. Wait, what, what are we eating again today? Salt and pepper lobster. Oh, Salt and pepper lobster. And veggie fried rice. And veggie fried oh, rice. Yeah. Right it's inspired by, um, my friend co-owns Brooklyn Chop House. Brooklyn Chop House, is that, is that where, that's old school, right? No, that's, um, fairly new. A couple of years. But oh. they also make it at Philippe's and Julianne Club, but. Who's this? Who's this? That's my daughter. She helps me. That's your daughter. Go, yes, come on, give days, us a little bit. Give days. us a little bit. Because you always talking about your girls and them, you know, being inspiration, the reason why you oh, yeah. went back to school. If so. it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. I always say that. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first started, I started um, with Richard Ingram, which is Dwayne Wade's private chef. He opened up a, a company of chefs. And it was when it was time to audition, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to get it. She was like, no, do it, do it. She was like, I was like, I'm not going to get it. She's like, well, if you don't do it, I'm never going to speak to you again. <laughs> And my birthday was the next day. And the, the, her birthday was the day of the audition, so I had another excuse. She was like, Ma, do it. Get closer. So I, I always accredit her for... Yeah, it was my 16th birthday. She was like, no, do why, it. But why did you tell your mom, like, I'm not going to talk to you no more? Why you feel like it was that important and you had to go that extreme to, to, for her to go to school? Well, our relationship, we're really close. So, like, what is, what is there... What's going to happen? You're either going to get it or not get it. Yeah. Nothing. And it changed my world. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst thing you're going to do? Not get it? So yeah. I was like, just do it. it Try seemed, it. It seemed like your, your mom's like biggest cheerleader. Why is that? Why why you root for your mom so much? And it, it's not like, you know, oh, that's my mom, whatever. But like, you really want your mom to win. I feel like there's something bigger there. Because I've seen her journey firsthand. I've seen the beginning, the hardships, the wins, everything. Mm-hmm. So I want her to... Don't start crying, because if you cry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Don't do it, Dave. You better not do it. Because I'm no, sensitive to the mug. I'm like, I'm like a light skin. I'm, I'm really light skin. I'm really like that dude right there. <laughs> no, but since we were babies, she always instilled me and my sister to get an education and to take care of ourselves. So it's like, practice what you preach. 
Mm-hmm. Show us. Yeah. But I also told them, don't do what you see me do. Do what I tell you to do. Hey, why your parents always say that? No, you can't. Da, da, da. Right? That's a whole other podcast. They did it, so I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. complain. They, they did it. They did it. That's great. And she came back around and was able to push me up and tell me, do what you got to do. You so. be seeing all them people shooting their shot at your mom in the comments, folks? <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about that? Nasty. <laughs> I done got a couple checks. All right, cool. All right, before, be, before, before you roll, Chef, um, yes. obviously, uh, you know, New Year's. You know, we just went through New Year's. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on just, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? If you do, well, I believe you, in. What, what's your New Year's resolution? Or give me something. Okay, so I believe in moving forward and changing. Um, I'm basically happy to be here. You went through COVID. He went through COVID. It attacks people in all different ways. We've had a... Uh, really, really bad year. But also, not only was it bad because so many people have um, didn't make it through, yeah. but I feel like it was a chance to reinvent yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was, you just got to be, you got to be grateful for everything that you have, every moment that you have, and um, just reinvent yourself, like I said. So for, what's your plan? How are you going to reinvent yourself in 2021? I'm going to mend the relationship I have with my body. <laughs> Love it. And I'm going to spend a lot wiser. So are you going to join my 42-day transformation? Yes, I'm going to do the 40. I thought it was 30. Uh-oh. No, 42 Uh-oh. days. Oh, 42. Six weeks. Oh, oh God, 42 days. Okay, yeah. You but don't want to help me with the cookbook. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say I have some new recipes, too. Okay. But um, between that and watching you guys to, I mean, it's one thing to have street money, but you guys have real money. Yeah. And for you to guys for you guys to be so frugal and hey, what you That missing? boy cheap. He the only one cheap outside cheap, of Sherelle. Like he Sherelle, I seen what you bought her for but let me get back on top because it I, makes sense. That, hey, yeah, like I boy. learned. So as much as you guys inspire young people, you inspire old people too. So as far as reinventing myself, I'm going to take some of you guys uh hints and words and reapply that. And I'm coming. Chef, if you got it, you ain't gotta spend it. I know. Old money. But think about oh, it. No, I mean, man. where I, co- I come from an old era. I don't even want to say the era that I come from because the motto, we want a biggie songs. If, and, uh, uh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the era that I come from. But I'm, I'm learning. I, I learn from you guys. And, and that's what you guys are basically doing here, like teaching yeah. as far as inspiring and trying to prevent people from making the mistakes that. That. A number, a number of our people in the past. Have yes, been. yes. Well, we appreciate you. I appreciate you guys here. too. Enjoy. And this uh, salt and pepper lobster and pepper fried rice. Oh right, my cool. goodness! Get okay. the recipe, Chef Nancy. Yes. Website coming soon. Season is coming soon. Yes, y'all make yes, sure yes, y'all yes, support yes, yes, Chef yes, Nancy. Yes. Enjoying it? You're enjoying yeah, it's good. Okay, it's good. Fire. <laughs> awesome. Forty-two day challenge. I mean, you say you're in. You got the paper towels. Um, it's right in front of you, bro. You need more than that. Y'all ask Nancy. 2020 going into 2021. (laughs) You sound like Fred. Your your number's off. 55, 50. You talking about (laughs) 2022? You waiting. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Where we at? Bro, you asked Chef Nancy. 2020 going into 2021. What are some things that y'all going to change? What's y'all's New Year's resolutions? Everybody got some. Y'all got to lock into it. We done, we, done ha- we done been so strong for everybody. Lock question. in, Chad. What you got? I don't have a New Year's resolution. 
Because I want everybody at <laughs> I home. Love Chad. I want I love everybody you. at home to be realistic. Be real with yourself. You set a New Year's resolution last year. Did you motherfucking have the discipline to maintain that shit throughout the year? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> so don't fool yourself this year. What I want you to do is live your life, enjoy 2021, and abide by the fucking protocols that the government instills on you for fucking COVID. I love you. <laughs> love right. you too. That's real. What you got, Fred? <laughs> New Year's resolution. I mean, for me, you know, a lot of people always look at the year changes That's as if, you know, they're going to turn the corner. And everything that they just did in the previous year is just going to disappear. If it were that easy, we'll all just be successful, right? Most, mainly. Um, I think for me, and I got this, I got this uh, from, from EJ, from Edron James. Yeah, yeah. I just well, we love EJ's show. grind and, and his hustle. He's definitely going to be a, a guest on the show. You know, I, I, I think for me, like what EJ came up with this, create the life you want to live. Yeah. For me, man, that, that's my focus for 2021. Yeah, but what is that What is that life? When you talk about create the life you want to live, what, what life you trying to create? What, what, what's next for Fred T? You've been at the pinnacle, you know what I mean? Hall of Fame running back. We going to get in there. Yes, we going to get that gold jacket. So what's next for you? Really just, just taking charge of everything. You know, people on the outside looking in, Everybody, well, not everybody, but some people view my situation as this guy got everything, you know, lined up. But I don't, you know, I, I personally can admit that I'm one of, pick up your fork, though. Hey, goddamn, Fred, <laughs> we going to just slide through that. I was going to keep eating, too. You eat chillings, you might want to eat. just like the locker room. Oh, so, yeah. I, I, so I, everything. No, I mean, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I clean up. You know, I mean, friend. um. People look at us and think we got everything, you know, lined up. But I'm pretty sure I'll be the first to admit on this set that I don't. I'm pretty sure you guys can vouch and say the same thing. Uh, so I want to, you know, take more control of everything that I have yeah. from all my investments. You know, the the the, the real estate, the properties. I just want to button everything up and uh, you know make sure that the next level. Retirement is all taken care of. Yeah. So creating the life I want to live, I'm already thinking about 55, 65. You know, 10. What's that number? 20. <laughs> Where we going? <laughs> 55 years of age. Okay. Oh, okay. I ain't 65. Yeah, you, bro, you, got, you got a precedent of not doing numbers. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You 55? for real? My bad, friend. My friend. Right, I love you, Fred. Right, 50, 55, 65, 50, 55, 55, making decisions on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It, it was gangster. <laughs> 55, but, but make, 55 years old and 65. But making my decisions on 401k, annuities, determining if I want to, you know, take advantage of those at 55 and invest it yeah. accordingly. Or wait until I'm 65, looking at 
Life's man, life perspective. I mean, I'm just trying to the, create the, the life I want to live. Need it. You don't need it. You don't need to right live it in there until you're 65, so you don't pay those taxes on it, those capital gains, right? And, and pass that on. But you might, you might. But there might be. He trying to. He trying to. He trying. Yeah, he want that bread so he can enjoy it. No, no, no. Because it might. It might. It might be a situation where I can go get me a house of athletes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might be able to buy into the franchise. You want a house? I need to see what my return yeah. and my compounded return is going to be yeah. in that 10-year window yeah. versus what I could do if I invest in how's the value. All right, so, so for, it for, all depends. So I, I'm, I'm trying to create the life that I want to all of y'all, man. This is about me. Man, don't fuck me. That I want to live. Not right, you want to live, but hey, you. ECLO? I got connections. So. I, I like that. Two things for me. Um, I need to be a better husband, point blank, period. That's number one. Um, I need to become You know, one. like the same energy that I took to being, you know, what I what I felt like was one of the most dominant wide receivers ever to play the game. I need to say, take that same energy every single day and apply that to my marriage. Mm. Um, so that's number one. And I'm talking about leading in faith, um, you know, being the pastor in my house, praying over my family, praying with my family, leading in scripture, um, that, it starts there because I truly believe when a man is properly aligned under God, then everything else follows. Right. Uh, the, you know, wifey, good children, good, all of that. You know, so, um, you know, I had an interesting experience last night. My, You know, that, you know, Mishi gave you all some of the first collection stuff for House of Athlete. But uh, last night, the samples of the second collection where she had more time. When I say dope, I mean dope. And I just hugged her and I squeezed her tight because I'm not that kind of dude where I'm really emotional like that. And I was like, baby, I'm so proud of you. And I just squeezed her tight. And, and I know she felt it, it was different because I never really do that. And, and, and she damn near cried, bro. Oh. So that's number one is being a better husband in, in, in so many ways, giving my wife the love she deserves. And then also being the leader that I'm supposed to be. And then on the second, on the, and the second thing for me is like I truly want to. I do a great job of leading myself when it comes to health and wellness, but I truly want to be a better leader in educating people and pushing people to be better uh, and accomplish their health and wellness goals. Like if we get out of twenty twenty one, and I can get you to stop eating McDonald's, because if I can, if I do that, I won. That's my goal. Like, I'm trying to get the Chad Ocho Cinco's of the world. Is that a waste of time? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but that's, those are my two things. And then, but bro, start with that boy right there. Quickly, don't start with that. I want to go back to your first point, start with your wife. You said you're not that type of dude. Yeah. Affectionate. What does your wife want? My wife, physical touch. That, that's the thing, bro. And I'm, I'm right there with you. Where I'm a tough, affirmation? I'm a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. And y'all saw, y'all called me out last week when Age was on the show. Yeah. Hold the whole demeanor change. And I, mm-hmm. and I melted around my wife. Bro, it's not about you anymore when you want to make your, your queen happy. Mm. When you're a king, Teach you need to make that. your queen happy. <laughs> so if your queen wants affection, if your queen wants you to be soft, if your queen wants what's you to be What's her love that, language? What's her love language? Right? Bro, you hit it on, bro. What's what her love language? Not, huh? good one. What's you, her you love wrote, language? You, have you read the book yet? 
Your love, you ain't read love oh, language? Oh, so this is what I would say oh, to you. Oh, my I goodness. Read, I read, I read oh, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that book. Yeah, love language. This no. is what I would recommend for you, bro. Because I, Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you OG. You older than me. You my big bro. You, you know what I'm saying? All of that. But, you know, Misha and I have been married 10 years. This is what I would recommend. I wish we did this. I would actually go through marital counseling mm. from the beginning. That's one. Get on the same page. How y'all view finances? How y'all view children? Right? They have mixed. Mm. You know, what is it? A blended family? Is blended that the family, term? Yes. You know, there's so many things that y'all need to work through. Just get on the same page. Like everything's cool, mm-hmm. but like y'all need to have. I think there's a proper process to go through. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I would recommend is reading that. Right? Like, you know, we 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 feel like yeah, we got a good relationship. We communicate. We have a good time. But do you know her love languages? Right. Like for me, I know my wife, she physical touch, words of affirmation. That's it. Right. So like understanding that and, and that might be uncomfortable for us. That's uncomfortable for me at times to come in the house yeah. and be like, baby, like you, did, you crushed that last line. You did a phenomenal job. I'm just not that type of dude. We don't do that in football. No, we only talking about is the bad things. Yeah. Like, bro, you supposed to run that run at 12 yards and you came up 10 yards short. Mm. Like that ain't good enough. That's what we used to. It's not the po- it's not the so negative side of it. It's the positive side of it. Like so, like you said, like B just said, that I'm not that type of dude. You make yourself that type of dude if you love that woman. What are your fucking love languages? <laughs> I can't tell you. You want to know my love languages? Oh, I do that already. It? Well, you don't do it enough. I talk to. Her. I got. I, you. I got you back. Quickly, bro. I'm gonna get you. That's always a slam dunk, right? A slam dunk. Acts of service. That's the one that's usually most reciprocated. I tell you this, my New Year's resolution, because I'm realistic, like you're saying, I ain't gonna be, I ain't, I ain't gonna play with it. I'm locked in to get my teeth fixed. Mm. But I hate the dentist. And I ain't been to the dentist in years. And I don't f with the dentist. <laughs> the dentist does nothing but bring you pain. And so that's the thing about it, bro. I gave, I gave the, I gave the Lord my hair, and I gave the Lord my mouth, and the Lord gave my hair to a good angel. The Lord gave my mouth to a bad angel. <laughs> and I don't know what this angel doing in my mouth, but it's not. So you about to get the ocho cinco? You about so to get them? So I want to ask Chad, Chad, can, can I get the slices, the, the slicey whites? <laughs> you can get them. How? But is 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 it, is it too? Is, how 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 is it like to get the the pretty teeth? Maybe. How? What is it like? Because. You got the pretty teeth too. <laughs> All y'all motherfuckers got the pretty teeth. Can I get the pretty teeth? <laughs> I like it. So you gonna get better teeth. You get it? Go, that, that's go, my wife wants where me. Where you to. going to? Huh? Go to go to my dentist, man. Dr. Mars. Is he pleasant? All right, so huh? look, look. Pleasant. All right, look. This show is a rap great show. Uh here's here's what I want to leave people with. Here's the five love languages. So, you know, I think that was a powerful, short little conversation. But words of affirmation. Quality time. Quality time. Receiving gifts. Acts of service, great job, and physical touch. Acts of service. Uh, did I say it? Did I hit it all? Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Physical touch. There you go. Those are the five love languages. Pick up the book, read them, and, and try to figure out, you know, who, who, what you, who what you, what your, your love language what is your are, spouse and also wants. your spouse, your Thank significant you. other. Bam! I like There's it. Just, I just want to say real quick, right? <laughs> That's a good one, B. Um... Dwayne Haskins, if you're watching, bro, you got Channing, Ocho, Brandon, myself. You know, we're going to find a way to uh, get in touch with you, man. We believe in you. You're a hell of a talent. And um, it's not the end. It's 31 other teams. Mm, And uh, right here is just an opportunity for you to catapult yourself 
to be a, become a superstar. It, it's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, get in touch with us. We're going to get in touch with you. We're going to make it right and show you how to be a pro. And uh, I, I think that'll be beneficial for his career, right? Dwayne, respect, respect. You know what, man, man, hit my line, man. Me and you, we can jump booger, man. We can jump <laughs> <laughs> We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know, despite your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wiggin' wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.